continuing the streak of afternoon pods. Another yeah. afternoon pod. We're very sleepy. Very sleepy. It's Monday. It is around noon. Twelve thirty. Yeah. We had a pretty. We had a pretty. Uh, pretty good morning because we were talking about this in the car today. Yeah. How you know when you get things going really early people like us yeah. <laughs> as you young <laughs> people that sleep <laughs> it's you know i feel like i've already accomplished so much because yeah. we were we were up yeah. moving gear today you know we've i've done enough today yeah to I mean, feel like i've had a successful day i mean yeah i could definitely like cap it off it right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right off just today i won't but i could uh also should note that i'm in uh raf mode right now lying on the couch while austin sits on the chair Poop. But it's my house, so you know. Yeah. I got the couch today. I took the chair. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I guess what we did today, we I guess we had a uh, we had a video shoot last night. Yeah. Uh, it went great. Maybe our our first proper collab. Yeah. Like first, yeah, like, true. real. You know. Yeah. Because like, not just like me not, on my own and you yeah on your own not me being like hey can you yeah. just make me something yeah. for my song <laughs> <laughs> being like let's actually do something yeah. let's rent a space let's yeah. shoot it uh but yeah so we shot a video um yesterday for thermal my band and i have to say it was not that i wasn't expecting it to be sick because obviously i knew it was going to be sick but it was just like one of those things where we were we were saying earlier but you know it's just you go into something because again so this is this is not to give not that we can even really give anything away for yeah. this video it's but it's a classic video yeah band in a classic room. band, in a, room band video, in a room which was sick to have those limitations and to yeah. just go from there but the fun thing the cool thing is like you were showing me like stills today yeah. and like it somehow looks like refreshing yeah there's a lot you can do with with that yeah yeah, you don't need a concept, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you need a concept. <laughs> but in this case, you know, I mean, we've had, uh, we've had, a f it's been too many concepts in my life these yeah. days. Yeah. So I needed something like very just like, you know. Yeah. And, and the thing is like this, that was definitely the most fun video shoot I've been on in a while because it was like, you know, it's what I know. Yeah. And also because we were like kind of going with the flow, there was a lot of just like, ability to be spontaneous and yeah. creative and yeah. that was just that was a blast that was like the most creative i've felt in a long time yeah which is sick. just yeah it was awesome and it was and it's it's you know you you really do get the most out of something when you do have those limitations yeah and like a small crew yeah it was just what it was four of you guys yeah four four camera team four and then band of five yeah and like that's like all you i mean whatever for for a video like that you don't really need much more than that because yeah. as soon as and well it's, it's just like you can move so much faster that way too and yeah. like yeah. and there wasn't a lot of space like we had like so we shout out to our our good friends at top 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 projects i was going to say top top gallery <laughs> trevor and cosmo for uh letting us use the space yeah. um more on that space soon yeah <laughs> Um, a lot of projects there. A lot of projects there. Uh, but it's an amazing space. And it was just like, you know, I, I actually felt at one point I was like, damn, like, because it's not like a, a studio space. Like, no. it's not like a treated room. No. Right. No. So, A, it 
echoed like crazy in there yeah. like with the drums yeah. and we just had like adam just like wailing on the drums yeah. over the track for you know 10 hours yeah. <laughs> so uh apologies to those at blood brothers who were trying to have a nice <laughs> chill sunday afternoon beer on the uh at the brewery next door because we were making noise for a very long time and it was funny when i got there too there was a guy like in the office next door i don't know if you saw that dude yeah, yeah, who was like just like trying to get some work done oh. <laughs> and like we like Poor loaded guy. we like loaded it and i like kind of like waved at him i was just like yeah you know hey and then by the end of it, just like, not even by the end of it, sorry, like an hour later, it's just gone. Thank Lights God off. we have real good uh, noise canceling headphones. Now. Yeah, there's no way that guy was gonna, <laughs> was gonna survive. No, but that was really sick and that was like a really, really fun shoot. Uh, I'm really excited for that to come out in September. Um, but as I was saying, it was like, you know, I liked the idea of when I said like, it's, it's what I know best. But you know, it was like, it was fun to just be like, oh, like, okay, like, now play your part yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah yeah and like bop around yeah. but like you know yeah. it wasn't like acting yeah not that i don't like acting because i do love acting yeah. these days yeah but uh no it was, it was simple we had the perfect amount of planning and the perfect amount of freedom and yeah very, yeah it yeah was great. it was awesome yeah. it was very awesome and it came it together blessed. very nicely and then today you know we had to go back there to to uh, honestly shout out to long and mcquade as well <laughs> yeah long mcquade actually has saved our lives so many times with these mics to, to begin with yeah like, first and foremost and then yeah just it makes it possible to to, to make do shit. stuff like yeah, like, like the I, rental prices what it was 16 dollars 16 for okay so this is the funny thing like i was saying this the other day but like you know you look at the like because like whenever they send i guess i'm on their mailing list whenever i get the the like print long and McQuaid like rental guide. Yeah. You know, I always like take a peek through and just yeah. like, or it's not even rental guide. It's like the guide of whatever, mm -hmm. but it's like drum kit, like, like 16, $16 a day or something. And you're always like, that's not actually that. Like, yeah. it's probably just like the, you know, you gotta yeah. pay extra for symbols or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, <laughs> the guy there, he was just like, he's like, all right, uh, here's your giant kit <laughs> with uh, all the, all the pieces and everything. That'll be a uh, 1650. <laughs> it's like <laughs> true. So crazy. Like actually fucked. I don't know how those guys like do that, but yeah. Where are they making their money, man? I, I don't know. I get, well, they, that place is packed all the time. They have yeah. like yeah, 30 yeah. people at a time coming in and out of their rent. Yeah. Stuff, so. I also just love the characters that work there. Yeah. So they're funny. such, they're listening off. to dubstep today. Yeah. No, no, popping like, out. Just blasting dubstep in the rental section. <laughs> so sick. Vibing out. But then like the like classic like drummer dude guy who like looked like he was from like a David Lynch movie. Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, totally. he looked like, uh, who's the guy in Lost Highway? What's that guy's uh, name? Oh my God. Uh, Bill um, Pullman. Bill Pullman. Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. looks kind of like, like yeah. kind of like Bill Pullman, yeah. like black slick back hair glasses yeah. and just like. <laughs> he's yeah, he's like, sick. He's great. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, what kind of kit do you want? I'm like, yeah, it's for a music video. It doesn't uh, really matter. He's like, yeah, so you're going to want black. <laughs> or he's like, you're going to want black or red. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I also love that he uh, roasted Lauren for calling it a drum stool. And it's a throne. He's like, it's, it's actually, it's a throne. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's not wrong. It is a throne, but... I've never heard anyone actually call it a throne. <laughs> it's, 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 it's literally a stool. Trimmers need to be knighted. It is a stool. Uh, yeah, so what else has been going on? Um, you saw Barbie. I saw Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's a big one. We you liked Barbie? That. I went to Barbie. Of course it makes total sense who went to who. Yeah. Like who, who picked what movie first. I tried to see both. It was just. Yeah, but I do like the idea for our, uh, our arc. Yeah, that you that, that, that I that I went to go see Barbie. With Am I like, the dark, clouded one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Listen to your voice. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> 
shit. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? What'd you think? What's what's? Your, that was uh, good. That was good. I, I I need to see it again. I don't want to have any too re- too resolute opinions on it before I see it again. Are you gonna go see it again in theaters? Yeah, I'm gonna go see it because I didn't see it in IMAX, so I'm gonna go see it in 70 millimeter IMAX of Bond. Okay, um, what is what? All right, I gotta I gotta I have a question for you. Yeah. Everyone keeps talking about yeah, yeah, you gotta go to gotta go to Vaughn to see it in seventy millimeter IMAX. But what if, again as Why a non film as a as a non film guy, I've never even heard of this theater. Yeah. Like Vaughn is the best theater. That's like my remember <laughs> remember when Spider Man I think it was Spider Man like two or three came out and they had like a Spider Man on the on true, the thing. True. That theater's the best. But the only reason that it's the best is because it has it's one of the few theaters that has seventy millimeter IMAX gotcha, projectors. Gotcha. I know I like to play dumb a little bit and like I'm, I'm aware of like kind of what it is, but I'd honestly like, you know, I just don't really think about things like that. Yeah. For me, it's like, yeah, I went to the movies. <laughs> not what, like, I'm what? also lo- not that like, I don't know. There's certain movies that I'm like, I need to see this in 70, 70 mil. Yeah. But this one's one of them. Like it's fucking, I want to see that nuclear bomb go off in yeah. 70 millimeter. You I know? mean, I th- yeah, I think I'm going to see, like I said, I think I'm going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. At literally any theater, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> any theater that'll have me. Yeah, I, I, the, the my, my one thing that I'll say about, about, um, about Oppenheimer, and again, I'm gonna go see it again, so my opinions may change, but I felt like it was like pandering to like a TikTok audience where it was just like cut so inter, like it was like they intercut two scenes. Yeah. That felt like they went to they, they the only reason they intercut them was because they wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to stand on their own two legs you know yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i i really that like that makes me mad because i think that they could have if i think christopher nolan's just not a very good writer sometimes true and then just like cuts it up like that so that he can but i don't know i don't know <laughs> some people have been like no you're fucking so wrong for that really and here's why but and, i mean but, you do have uh, to realize that like but but again i guess why would you do that for a movie that like arguably isn't really geared towards a TikTok generation. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, maybe also the amount of people I saw on their phones during that movie <laughs> was crazy. I've never first of all, I've almost never seen someone on their phone in the theater. Yeah, it's like, like the most disrespectful yeah, thing in the world. There was like, like not even for the movie, but for the rest of the audience. There was like three people around me like just on their phone, like yeah. scrolling fucking TikTok and I was like, "What is going yeah, on?" I I'm so again, not I don't go to the movies that often, but I am so you know, when I get there, like I like put my phone on like airplane. Yeah, mode. same. I just don't get why they buy tickets to something and then go yeah. into, like what you know. Yeah. Or also, you know, you can leave. Yeah, just leave. Like you can just. But then that being said, I, I will also say that like one of the reasons why I stopped going to the movies a while ago was because I and I'm the last person to have any sort of stage fright like mm-hmm. at all. Like mm-hmm. I can put me in front of like thousands of people. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But something about getting up in the like if and especially if i have like a middle seat or coming into a theater late exactly terrible like i have okay i i saw i remember going to a tiff going to see um i forget what it was called it was the grace jones documentary at tiff a couple Mm -hmm. years ago and you know in those i guess most movies are like this now but it was a tick it was ticketed where i had like my seat it wasn't just like you know whatever was was it during the festival or okay that's even the worst yeah so i was like sitting right in the middle and i just like wasn't even that long of a movie and I really had to piss and I was like, fuck. And like, I kind of like got to the movie a little late. So I kind of like couldn't even remember yeah. like, like where, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't like, I was like, 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 like seat 
C37, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I didn't even like think about it. I just got to my seat, movie started. And then <laughs> I like went to the bathroom, came back, couldn't find, like, couldn't figure out what, like I was like looking, being like, where's their gap with no person? Like it's a packed theater. Couldn't find my seat. Had to like go back down and like get like an usher to like be like, I can't remember where I was sitting. <laughs> it was like so embarrassing. Like, why'd this guy come back twice? It was like, uh, but no, I'm like, yeah. That, also, that, that's like gonna be a, a, a news article where they'd be like, there was only one walkout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just one guy left and then he actually came back twice. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess people don't. I mean, you also said this movie was what, like three hours long? Mm. Yeah, true. Something like that. The guy beside me was. This was this was actually the craziest thing. The guy beside me was like on his phone the whole time, pretty much. Yeah. And then as soon as the like, it's not a spoiler. Everybody knows that the bomb's gonna go off at some point. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the bomb came off, he took he like started watching and then took out his phone to take a picture, and then went back to his fucking phone. <laughs> That's actually kind of sick. It's insane. <laughs> like just like being like, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. I gotta see that explosion. I gotta document it. And then just like, it's the like craziest thing. Nothing to do with the plot or yeah. the, like, the, like the storyline. Just like I'm just here for the explosion. That like the spectacle of cinema is like on the biggest yeah. like platform there. Where it's like <laughs> you literally just came to to see that. It's kind of like the blowjob scene in. Uh, uh, brown bunny. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, people go like, just to the, see that. Just for the one thing. Like I wasn't, wasn't watching it for the plot. <laughs> no. It's funny because that reminded me. I actually forgot about the story. I don't think I've ever even told you this story. But do you remember when? Fuck what movie? Oh, Joker. Mm. Did we talk about this? Maybe. Even if we did, it would have been like whatever. Yeah. Here we go. We have lots of new uh, listeners now, thanks to Chris Black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I. Okay, so Lauren and I went to see Joker. Like whatever year that came out, like two years ago or something. Three yeah. years ago. Uh, four years ago? Something like that. Anyways, you, okay, so do you remember when there was like a lot of like, you know, news kind of stuff about fears of someone like shooting up that yeah. theater because yeah, yeah. it was like kind of like a vaguely incel movie? Yeah. So Lauren and I, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was my second movie like back at the movies after my like mm-hmm. movie sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there kind of in the, in the aisle seat, right? And there's this guy sitting in front of us by himself, right? Sketchy, weird. What are you doing? What are you doing going to the movies by yourself? But he was like, an, he was like an old kind of just like a little bit off guy, yeah. right? He was wearing like a leather Danier jacket, yeah. had like a handlebar mustache, and whatever, right? Yeah. So we're sitting there, previews are playing, and the person beside me spills their drink. Oh, I remember you telling me this. And it drips in front to the seat in front of him, yeah. and he turns and he's like, "Hey, just so you know, like it's like spilling down this way." Uh, but I like I had for some reason there's like napkins next to me like I I can help you clean it up or yeah. whatever and we all kind of had this moment and I was kind of like there I'm sorry it's the person behind me that spilled it and I was kind of like also like oh like so me and this guy were having a little talk being like oh it's dripping towards you like he's like oh yeah watch your foot like da 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 mm. I was like okay that's that right movie starts <laughs> midway through the movie again this guy's just like acting a little weird but yeah. like it's fine then midway through the movie he pulls out like a burner phone like a like a nokia like whatever and he's like holding it like in his jacket and he's like texting and i'm like okay he's just he's just texting a friend during joker yeah. not that weird sure then he starts looking around and he's looking back like behind in the theater texting again looking again and i'm like fuck this guy's gonna like shoot up the theater <sighs> Like, I'm like, this is my brain. Like, I can't even focus on the movie anymore. I'm like, I'm like freaked out now. I'm like, why is this guy texting on a sketchy phone? Why is he looking around 
behind him like like almost like spotting people in the in the audience and yeah. like this is really fucking yeah. weird like what's going on and the darkest thing about this is in my mind i was like you know what before the movie happened we had a little bit of a moment so you're safe. It's like maybe he'll spare me. It's <laughs> like so fun. I told did I tell you about when I went to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No. When I was when I went to see Bodies, 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 there was this guy who was like sitting in front of us and he just like turned to us and he just goes like bodies, bodies, bodies. And we were like, Yeah, that's the movie. And he was like, Bodies in a body bag. We were like, what? Oh, and he's no. like, yeah, bodies, 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 bodies coming out in a body bag. And then like was like really sketchy too. And then we were just like, uh, like and I was I was kind of like, I'm gonna like talk to him see what the fuck this guy's talk, about, talk about I, his... and also like again so that i'm safe <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> so i was just like what do you mean like what are you what are you talking about he's like yeah the movie's called bodies 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 like bodies are gonna be coming on a body bag <laughs> and i was just like okay, like, okay and then cool, like man. and then like five the, the movie starts and like five minutes and he just like stands up oh no and then leaves. <laughs> but it was the sketchiest fucking thing. Oh, that's thing. It was so See, scary. this is why I don't like one of the movies. I don't and then to tell you about when I saw Suspiria, I've had two movie experiences like this. When I was at Suspiria, <laughs> I was there with a bunch of friends and there was this guy behind us. It was like an older man, you know, like again, kind of sketchy, like, you know, moving around. You can just yeah. feel that like sketchy energy vibrating off of a person. Yeah. Um, and then during the middle of, and Suspiria is, you know, a scary movie. It's, yeah. you know, uh, in the middle of the. Never seen it. Pretty good. The remake was both good, but yeah. um, middle of the uh, middle of the screen, he just starts like lighting something. Oh, starts, you told like, me about he this. He just starts like yeah. lighting a lighter or something under like underneath the seat, and we're like, it's, it was the sketchiest thing. We moved seats. Damn! Did he yeah. stay for the whole movie? Stay for the whole movie, just lighting something on fire, That's... like not like making a fire, yeah, but just, just like, like you just, know, yeah, yeah. People are weird in movies. People are weird in movies, and and like you must know the like cultural context of what you're doing by being sketchy in a movie yeah theater. there's you know, no like, way that there's no way that well, i mean <clears throat> my guy i don't know what the hell he, i to this day don't know what he was because like literally after all that happened yeah credits rolled he got up he kind of smiled and just like left yeah. and, but the weirdest part his is friend was probably actually just in the theater and the funny thing is you know who he looked like he looked exactly like uh, you know the brother in A Star Is Born, yeah, yeah, yeah the guy yeah. with like that voice. He does yeah. like all the like Dodge commercials or yeah, whatever, yeah. Or Ford or whatever. He like looked like that. He like, he's like an older guy, but I don't. know. In the end, he was actually kind of cool. I like kind of have like. The thing respect. is, like an incel is not going to shoot up the Joker movie. Um, well, I'm sure. Those are the people, <laughs> you know. Sure, <laughs> but um, so my uh, my movie experience was actually drastically different from all of these things we're talking about mm -hmm. right now, because I not that I haven't been invited before, but uh, our good our good pal Norman Wong has these uh, exclusive movie nights that he has where he curates a crowd of movers and shakers to go movers to the movies. Movers and shakers. <laughs> And he ends up buying, like, I don't know, two rows of seats, sometimes whole theaters. I don't know. I've been invited many, many times. And, you know, like I've said many times on this pod and to you, I don't necessarily love going to the movies. So I've not gone many times. Mm. That being said, when a movie, when a, when a cultural phenomenon this big yeah. enters the sphere, yeah. I had to go. You had to do it. And I'll say this. I loved the movie. I loved Barbie. But what I loved even more was just the fact that people got so hyped up. Yeah, that like, was the craziest theater experience yeah. I've had in so long, where it's like I knew, even if I didn't see, I knew like all my friends were at the movie theater yeah. that day. Well, yeah, and I saw like, like it was crazy. The, the funniest part is, that, well, not even the funniest part, but I love the fact that like you were literally at the theater too. Mm -hmm. So was Adam. Yeah. I don't know, were you with Adam or no? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you, no. No. So he was just there separately. Yeah. Yeah, People were just there. there. Like, so many of our friends were just there yeah. watching whatever at whatever time. Because I guess those movies must have been playing at several yeah. different times. Yeah. It's fucking made millions and millions of yeah. dollars. But it was like, uh, I don't know. I loved when the movie started and just like the Mattel logo just like went like, vroom, yeah. and people were just like, whoa. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's sick. Like, wow. Like not even like, not even Greta Gerwig. Yeah, we all just love being like Mattel. Now. Just like, yeah, <laughs> capitalism is a back, baby. Back in a big way. <laughs> it's back. It's back. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just like a really fun, like, and it was also just like a nice mix of people that I was with, crushed some popcorn, enjoyed the movie. And I will say the movie was actually very funny. And that's the thing I like liked about it was that like I had like not that I didn't think I'd have genuine laughs, but like you know I like a I like a crude comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this you know it had laughs for everybody. Sick. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Honestly, Ryan Gosling <laughs> is he amazing? I heard he's, he's so, so good. He's so good in it. Dude. He's like so good. The fact that even Richard Brody liked this movie, who's yeah. like the like literally wrote the book on the one of the biggest communist filmmakers of right. all time, like, yeah. lo- and he still loved this movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's well, it's, I mean, it's well done in the sense that like for what, cause I feel like there was so much and correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there was so little speculation about what this movie was even about. Right. Cause like we got obviously all the, you know, early like screenshots or whatever of them, like, like roller skating on like Long Beach or whatever, or, um, not Long Beach, but you know what I mean? And, uh, but I feel like there was no, like no one knew what the plot was. Right. Cause yeah, the the only plot that I knew of was, was Barbie, Barbie leaving Barbie world. Barbie goes to the real world. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was like, I think it was however, however they did that and however like, like strong those end, those NDAs were, however powerful those NDAs were like nothing leaked, like yeah. not even like the slightest, like, yeah, you not know, that I know of. like, yeah. And, and I gotta say, I, gotta, I mean, not to say capitalism is back, but uh, <laughs> I gotta say the marketing strategy on these movies was fucking top tier. Yeah, well, it was like full. Like I'm uh, now, I'm really because I remember back when they announced that Barbie and Oppenheimer were going to be released the same day. It was yeah. like, well, someone's got to move it, and everybody was like, no one's budging. Yeah. And then that became the thing. I know, I like, know. And the, the sad truth too is that you know this is going to like someone's going to try to like this is going to they're going to try to do this again, and uh, it's just not going to work. No, this was no, such. Yeah, this yeah. seems like whether it was completely planned or not, this seemed very organic in the sense that like. Though the, the people that weren't even gonna see Oppenheimer might actually go see yeah. it now because of the sort of cultural moment around both movies and like the and comparative analysis yeah. between both movies being like yeah. which one's better even yeah. though they have nothing to do with each other even, like, just, even just as stupid as it sounds down to the fucking color yeah being like black or pink yeah like, literally yeah, yeah. yeah I will genius. I will say the funny thing is I actually not even uh, not even thinking of doing this. Uh, because I was wearing all black, because, you know, I tend to wear some all black clothing, uh, to the Barbie movie, and, like, people were like, oh, you're at the wrong movie, uh. And then I realized I was wearing my brand new 9 million Gush t-shirt, where the font is in pink. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I was like, actually, I'm here for Do you both. think Christopher Nolan and Greta Gerwig were like, we should release these on the same day? Like, do you think that was intentional, or do you think, I don't this think was accidental? I don't think they intended on that, but I think the well, production the, yeah, sorry. 100% I mean, like, the, yeah. Do you yeah, think so? Well, well, yeah, because you know what? And I'm going to relate this to uh, in 2007, not movie-related, but there was uh, when 50 Cent and Kanye West 
dropped graduation and whatever the hell yeah. birth or something. I forget what the fucking yeah. uh, 50 cent album was called, but there was a whole thing where there was a marketing campaign of two artists who were clearly friends, competitors, yeah. just, you know, no beef, no beef or anything yeah. like that. We're like, we're going to try to like outsell each other and like, yeah. we're going to have a little competition. Like I'm the bigger artist. I'm the bigger artist. And yeah. like, that's maybe the last time that I can think, but that was intentional. It was intentional again, very clearly on their record labels. I think Christopher Nolan would be smart enough to do because he's been he's been he's been very involved in his marketing campaigns yeah. for all of his previous movies and has done a really good job. But it, with but them. but I'm just saying that it works. It yeah. genuinely works. And I and the, but the interesting thing when you compare those two is that the Kanye versus Fifty thing was very much. Like, for example, I remember buying two copies of Graduation. Damn. To just to be like, stupid. yeah, you know who I stand <laughs> <Yeah>. with. <laughs> I literally bought two copies of <laughs> But I think unlike that, I think this is more about just like less about who really wins. Because at the end of the day, there's no way Christopher Nolan thinks that he's going to oh, beat. Yeah. It's not going to beat Barbie. It's just, no. it's just, it's a bigger cultural you know, event, but I think that it works in its favor. Yeah. I think it actually benefited. Why the fuck more. is Barbie more of a cultural event than the, the movie, the, but the, the guy who's fucking the, the invented bomb. the atomic bomb. That's insane. Because that's the world we live in. No, because the atomic bomb is fucking depressing as hell. Yeah. And Barbie is, you know, kind of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, it was, uh, it was, I, I had a really good time and I think I'm like, I'm, I'm rejuvenated in my, my movie going uh, lifestyle uh, and I'm going to go see Oppenheimer, I think tomorrow. Sick. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's, 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 well, I had some more notes I wanted to pull up, but um, yeah. <clears throat> what was I going to say? Okay. So we can talk about this quickly because we did talk about this in a uh, lost episode that we recorded last week. Oh, when we recorded an intro yeah. for an episode that didn't happen. We're still waiting for you, Jason Stewart. Uh, anyways, but we were supposed to have an episode with Jason Stewart from How Long Gone. Uh, he had a flight mishap and missed uh, our Zoom. It's being rescheduled as we speak, so he will be on the pod at some point. Um, but when we did our little intro before he came, there's a couple things that I guess we haven't talked about on the pod since. We yeah. had our last guest, Bria. But uh, oh, I also wanted to shout out Bria. Yeah, shout out Bria. Because we also... we. <laughs> I think we had our biggest uh, our biggest cosign yet with Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like when he commented on the post I was like damn like he commented on the post like very sick. Yeah. And then when he shared the post and wrote great interview with my friend Bria Hell I was yeah. like Hell fucking yeah. Half a million people probably didn't see that, but <laughs> half a million people very well could have seen that, you know. Uh, so shout out to shout out to Orville Peck and his half a million followers. Um <laughs> But no, that was like a really, uh, shout out to Brie, that was a really awesome episode, that was really fun. Um, and it's really funny how, you know, I've said this before, but Brie is somebody that I've known, like I said, for years, like since we were teenagers, but not someone that I've ever been like that close with yeah. per se, just like peripheral friends, we know each other, we'll chat, we'll hang out, we've been in the same room a thousand times, but now like we were like talking about certain things on the pod and she was like in Montreal, like sending me photos of being like, being like, look at this. Like, you remember that? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you just like rekindle friendships with people. And like, we might actually work on some music coming up. So it's like, it's just nice to know that like, it's just, a, I don't know this, I, I not to shout out the pod, but shouting out the pod, the pod being like, you know, it really for forever. Yeah. It's like been great. so many things like yeah. keep, did we even, you guys should all start a podcast. man. Did we talk about the video? I can't remember. Which video? Your video. 
Yeah, but it's not announced yet, so. Because did we do that in the other intro as well? No, we did that in the last one, the one that we didn't release. Right. So can we talk about it yet or no? It's not. It's not released yet. Jesus Christ. I know they actually postponed the. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, what I will say is, uh, in exactly what I'm saying right now. Another thing happened for Austin, a good thing. Good things are happening. Good things are happening. <laughs> a sick thing happened that, you know, came through a guest coming on the pod and uh, a chat happening being like, let's collaborate on something outside of the pod. Mm-hmm. And this thing is now happening. And yeah, it's just, it's just nice. It's, it's, a nice uh, it's a nice feeling to know that we can connect some dots yeah. beyond just like a chat, you yeah. know? And like yeah. we can actually make... <laughs> things beyond podcasts <laughs> um, but I guess so, so So yeah so anyway so after that pod I guess that weekend um, I went to the 96 Tears Big on Bloor Festival oh yeah yeah which uh, was an amazing festival and I said this before but I think it's because it feels like what the old Dundas West Fest used yeah. to be like yeah. I'm not even saying the new Dundas West Fest is bad I'm just saying that this one felt like, you know, it didn't have, it wasn't a destination. Yeah, it there didn't were very, have rides. And, there were no, yeah, yeah, there were no rides. People didn't like, like, you know, like, whereas my parents might go to Dundas West yeah. Fest. They are not going to big on Bloor Fest, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, and then even the music creation was actually pretty sick. Like, my friend Dent was DJing and Blunt Chunks, Caitlin played sick. with, like, Nate and your roommate, my Jeremiah. My roommate, Jeremiah, that was crazy. He was like, yeah, I was hanging out with Adam and uh, Lauren. Or, or, sorry, I was hanging out with Josh and Lauren. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, that dude is sick. I fucking yeah. love that guy. Because oh, yeah. I'd only ever met him at the my house. one <laughs> time we re- recorded a pod at your house. Yeah. Uh, but he's super nice. But it was just like a nice, uh, like that band was amazing. Honestly, go listen to Blunt Chunks. Her sick. record's actually really fucking sick. Jeremiah's fucking so talented. No, and it was such a nice, like I, I really liked this because I've seen her play many times and her band tends to fluctuate a bit with different musicians. But mm. I liked this version. She's actually playing, uh, I think this Thursday or Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, the show will have already passed. Sorry. Uh, but um, no, it was, it was really sick. And then... Uh, we went for a beer. This is, actually, I forgot to tell you this. <laughs> we were like, let's get a beer. And Nate was like, let's get a fucking beer. Oh, fuck, what is the strip club called? Oh, House of Lancaster. Hey, House of yeah, Lancaster. Yeah. He's like, let's get a beer at the House of Lancaster patio. Because <laughs> they have like a patio. <laughs> so we went and got a beer there. And we're just like sitting there. And they had like this barbecue. And they had like a full like like spit roast pig on like, a, like spinning. And I was just like... I, well, like, Dude. I don't like that. I was like, I don't like the, the, the connotations. The connotations there at all. <laughs> well, as I said that out loud, I was like, hmm. But um, <laughs> dark. <laughs> but they were selling food, which I thought was really funny. But I guess I always forget strip clubs do sell food. Um, yeah. But anyways, there's Toronto's certain, hottest girls, apparently, according to the sign. That's what all the signs say. Um, but no, it was also really funny because the bartender kept being like, I was like, yeah, can I get like, a, it was like a Budweiser or something? She's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you want a shotgun it? I was like, no. What? <laughs> She's like, oh, come on. I was like, no, no. I'll just, I'm just gonna sip it. She's like, oh, okay. And like some other guy like sits down. He's like, you have a PBR. She's like, you want a shotgun? And he's like, sure. <laughs> I look over there, just shotgunning beers. I was like, wow. This That's is like, so sick. Again, the kind of shit you would not see on Dundas West Fest. Damn. Uh, Imagine your server forcing you to shotgun a beer. Yeah, it's that's like that's that's very illegal. <laughs> like you can't do that. That's so but uh, that was very cool. So I liked I liked what I saw. But then we ended up going to the '96 Tears Shred Salon party, where God's Mom played, and Rob Gordon DJed. 
basically half of the first cold party. Mm-hmm. More on that soon. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was one of those like, you know, I felt like it was very much a stars aligned kind of moment for a concert because as much as I love, you know, you know, good sound and like, you know, a comfortable room to room to move around and blah, 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 blah. Actually, fuck that. I hate all of that stuff. I think <laughs> unless I'm performing or whatever, I need, it needs to be good. But I love, you know, chaos, especially, especially because, and I'll say this, and I forget who I was, actually, I think it was Brio we were talking about it with, but, you know, with the lack of like, you know, DIY spaces or, you know, double, double lands or yeah. blah, blah, blahs, yeah. they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. So like every sort of, you know, version of a show that you're going to go to is a pretty standard curation of what a concert is yeah. like. Band yeah. plays on stage, band plays for 45 minutes. Music plays in the background during changeover. Next band plays. You walk, you get a beer. There's a capacity. You know, all these things that just like, sure, they're great and they're there for a reason. But like, you know, long gone are the double double land days where there's, you know, it's a hundred people over capacity. Yeah. There's a sense of danger. Obviously things have gone wrong and like, you know, it, you know, there was that Oakland fire where all those people died. It's like really sad. Like it's like, it's not, it's not something to play with, but yeah, but, it, but, but there so, is an energy that, but, that there's, brings. A, but there's yeah. an energy that the DIY sort of like, you know, space brings. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those, th- this definitely make, took me back because this was in the backyard of a, a hair salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the fun of it was, you know, it was a, Super rainy day that day. It was pouring fucking rain. They had these tarps set up. You know, God's Mom is entirely electronic. Rob Gordon plays fucking vinyl mm-hmm. and has his records, his like, you know, extremely expensive record collection. Damn. So there's this whole thing going on. It's pouring rain. <clears throat> the DIY fucking tarp is like, has holes in it. It's pooling. Things aren't working. Cables are things. Things aren't grounded. People, because for people assume that because I, you know, do music stuff and edit this podcast and mm. release music, whatever that I seem to know what I'm talking about when it comes to like wiring things up for those listening next you time. Don't. I mean, always hit me up because I'll always do the thing where I'll try, but I have no idea. Like, yeah. you know, people are like, like the girls like Colette and them like ran up to me and they're like, like Josh, we need your help. Like, you know, sound stuff. And I was like, I was like, do I tell them that I don't or do I just like fake it? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go with faking it today. And I went and, uh, I don't even think I fixed anything. In fact, I'm going to say I didn't fix anything, but it was a really fun, it was fun in the sense that once things did get working, you know, it was like me, my friend, Sean and Greg standing kind of by the side where Andrew Matthews and was, had his keyboards and Mm -hmm. Bria was like in front of us. And, you know, we were like holding up and taping up tarp to like, make sure that the, and like setting up like little like routes for the water to drip so that it didn't land on his fucking sampler or computer. Sick. Meanwhile, Brie is just like screaming in Italian into a mic while people are like throwing money at her and That's stuff. So it sick. was like crazy. It's actually crazy. And then Rob Gordon just absolutely destroyed it right after. Classic. Um, and it just was like, yeah, it was one of those perfect little, it just took me back, you know? Yeah. And it's, I, I hate to say it. It's actually, it sucks that there's like, cause I was thinking about this, like where, like what, like what, like what is left? Everything is so fucking, it's all capitalism. It's all, <laughs> capitalism fuck, should go away. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't stop thinking about like, like 
we we were really lucky to be able to experience even any of that stuff. The, that event sounds really cool because it feels like the community was involved in, like, every, the participants of the party were also involved in making sure that it happened. Exactly. You know, and that like that community integration is so. That's sick. that's the best part of all of that shit is the yeah. fact that like you know if if we went to that concert purely as as uh, attendees, yeah. audience members. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, well, these guys don't have their shit together. Like, yeah. They don't even know how to run. Yeah. It's like, no, no one was doing that. Yeah. Everyone was like, can you help? And I was like, well, no, but I'm going to try. Yeah. And being like, actually, that guy, I know he works in sound. He might be able to help figure out how to ground a fucking turntable. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was like, it was it. what made it fun was you're totally right. It was that sense of like community, just like everyone kind of like trying to work together to like for the good of how the, is the that night. fostered though? Like the, it's like you know, it's such a strange. And, I think it's and because everyone there kind of was part of like a scene. Yeah, that yeah. we were all a part of the same scene, yeah. whether we were or not. It yeah. was like a. I don't want to sound stupid, or like say like punk DIY ethos or any of that nonsense. Yeah. But it's but it is but it is that it's like yeah. it's like we've all at some point been in that position where yeah. you're trying to put something on trying to put on a show yeah. trying to perform whatever yeah. and realizing that you can't do it alone yeah you know yeah when we would do things at double double land like like you know you were you were there i didn't know you then but yeah. like you know very much there were there were so many moving parts that like maybe you noticed maybe you didn't notice but you would only really fully notice if you got there early yeah. or if you were <laughs> performing and things went wrong and yeah. they had to get fixed yeah. but it was like that's 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 the fun of it you yeah. know versus just like yeah. yeah like you're not gonna go to a like an established venue and something goes wrong and you're not gonna like you're gonna be like well fuck this place you know? yeah <laughs> like, yeah but that's the thing yeah. is you can do that yeah. though yeah. because if you go if you go to a venue and shit goes wrong you're expecting a level of like professionalism yeah because it's yeah. that's why you're choosing to do it there yeah. you know it's like with the with the upcoming thermal show august 11th get your tickets now they're running <laughs> fast by the way um, you know, we, we, we actually had discussed initially being like, would it maybe be a good idea to do our very first show at a place like top top yeah. projects, right. gallery, whatever. Um, but you know, the idea of being like, that's a space that actually maybe is, that would be really cool, but it would, but that being said for a new band, I definitely think it's smarter for us to just come in with a one-two punch at a real venue that yeah. sounds good yeah. where where there's just less stress for us like yeah, i'm a pretty true. stressed out guy i get stressed out all the fucking time yeah and i want that show i want someone to be like here's your monitor yeah here's your we're micing your amp is everything okay for you up there on stage yes yeah. it's great let's sound okay it also okay we're good i want that yeah. i don't want yeah. to be running around at the last minute being like where the fuck is an rca cable to, to yeah. start because yeah. i can't get the data it's like no, it's just like too much pressure and oftentimes, no offense to you, but oftentimes when we do these parties, I'm the guy that's running around trying to get that one camera. <laughs> I'm running it, around too. No, because I'm, I'm the guy that kind of knows how to do it <laughs> when it comes to sound stuff. I'm once again, uh, you know I'm joking. Last time. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, that's just like really the sort of like, I don't know, mode that I was trying to avoid. Um, but yeah, no, that party was amazing. That was like a really... Yeah, the stars just like very much aligned. Yeah, it's sick. And uh, so then, but then, so then after that, actually, I should I should mention we went to see uh, Nine Million at Longboat Hall. Oh yeah, which was sick. Why didn't I go to that? 
I invited you. I was like, yeah, like, but I, yeah, I don't know what happened with yeah. you. Yeah, I remember being like, come, and you're like, okay. <laughs> just, and I didn't I just come. Didn't come. Classic it was on awesome. a random night. It was like a Tuesday or something. Yeah, working which is no, it wasn't working. True. I don't know what I was doing. Um, no, that show was awesome. Uh, very fun. And then that marked the return of the Prince of Darkness, who you didn't get end up seeing. Did I you? know. Yeah, I didn't even get to see Cam. Shit. Yeah, you didn't. I I got a text. What? Ha- I, what? Something happened that night because I. Was planning to come to the nine million show with you and planning to come see. Cam. Oh, we okay. went to we went. What happened was after yes. we went to Bo- Bowie and you guys went to Black Dice. But what was I? I don't know. Whatever. Yes, that's what happened. Uh, it's that that's actually the Bowie Black Dice is the Barbie Oppenheimer. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you wear that's black, good. You go to Black Dice. Oh, that's good. I mean, no one's wearing pink. Well, I was gonna make photo. a similar. I was going to make a similar meme, but I just don't want to play into that joke anymore. But it was gonna be like Juice Bambi's like. You know, yeah, that's not even that funny. But you no, know, no, that's funny. Yeah, there's something there. It's just, but it's too late. But I don't do juice bambies. <laughs> what do you do? Like standard? Time? Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like that was like I was kind because of, I mean you know you could make the you, the joke of of Oppenheimer being bambies is like pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. Just like, that is really funny. Goths. That is uh, that's goths. super fucking funny. Um, but then Mikey's gonna get mad at me again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I love that guy. Anyways, um, yeah. So I guess I ended up missing you because you went to Bowie. We, I was trying to get everyone to go to Bowie, but we were just like, I can't imagine Cam and Bowie. I know, but I really wanted to see it. it would be I so tried sick. to bring him there on Saturday because he was like, he like he was. We're talking about Contravoid for anyone. We're talking about, we're talking about Contravoid, maybe the most goth person, <laughs> but also not, which is the yeah, funniest. No, he's, he's like the most, the most. He's the most goth. Uh, in performance, yeah, and uh, projection of of yeah. his character when he is, but as a person, he's not as at a all. human being. No. He's just like a regular guy. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's more Barbie than Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's not. But he's but he's he's not he's not as Oppenheimer as you think. He'd be. But no, we tried to. Uh, I tried to bring him to Bowie, and uh, there was like a line. And I was like, I'm not uh, lining up for this. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I was like, eh, never mind. But uh, <laughs> I was like, is that the person that I know who works here working right now? They're like, no. And I was like, oh, well, then never mind, sir. I will not be getting in. <laughs> I love a name drop. <laughs> oh, God. Name dropping is the best. You have to. No, it's the best. Uh, yeah, it's by far the best. But um, no, it's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> name dropping is not the best. It's literally like the worst. Uh, but you got it. Sometimes you got to do it. It's worth it. Sometimes. Are we running out of steam? I'm running out of steam. You running out of steam for potting? I hit a wall. Have <laughs> 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 seen that Josh Safty video with the? Uh, it's like Josh, Josh and Benny and uh, Ari Aster, and they're they're doing an interview. No. I think I've talked about it before. No. It's on like Criterion, and then Josh Safty just goes. They're like like Benny and Ari are still having like a really good conversation, and yeah. Josh is like I guess tired and doesn't have any anything left to say, so he just goes, "I hit a wall," and then he's like, "We should stop." I hit a wall, and then they're, they're like, "Okay," but like we were still talking. <laughs> we can stop. We can do no, this. Can be, this could be a short episode. We're forty two minutes. Uh, I had a couple other things we could have talked about, but we can we can hit the no, wall. Let's keep going. Want. Let's keep going. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, there was, I guess the only other things I wanted to really talk about, because I was actually talking about this with um, with Cam on Saturday. Well, because I, I was making notes about things to talk about, just in general. Um, 
And we're talking about gatekeepers, which I know we've talked about a thousand yeah. times. But that's like pretty early cold pod. It is. It conversation. is. Yeah. Uh, might, might be a good time to return to, to return to the pro gatekeeper uh, conversation. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know. I know. I know. And this is the thing. I know. I will never. I, I'm right. I wrote pro gatekeeper in my notes. Question mark. <laughs> 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 so, so let me let me let me explain the story. Let me explain the story as to how okay. we were talking about this. Um, so, it we, we were t- I forget how the conversation came up, but we were talking about uh, you know back in the day thinking about you know the things you liked and being afraid, being unsure of how your peers or people around you will react mm-hmm. to you liking something, right? Yeah. So Cam was telling us the story way back in the day where he was literally uh, on tour with a band <laughs> and uh, they he was doing this after party and it was like in London and it was like all of these people were there. It was like a massive after party after a massive concert that he played. Oh, so definitely London, Ontario. No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about London, England. <laughs> and uh, he said that this was so this is probably like 2007 or something. And he was like, you know, we got booked to do this DJ gig after the show. Uh, I brought my laptop, and I set up my laptop, and I DJed. And he's like, and <laughs> he's like these fucking like British like asshole like electro techno fucking like dudes came up to him and were like this is not DJing right you're not DJing and he was like I did the set I went home with like so much shame you know what he learned to do after that experience (laughs) he learned to DJ (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy I mean that's a good way to like take something criticism and learn from it but But also like it's it's both i hate both sides of that you know what i mean yeah yeah no i mean that's the thing is obviously again this is a different time too but like you know those guys are clearly losers who are like that's not teaching yeah yeah. yes it is chippy had similar stories with the british uh yeah Yeah. exactly and it's like it's like yeah i'm not i'm not being pro any of that but i do think that there is something to be said about you know being pushed yeah. a little bit to be, yeah. to be better at like what it is you're working on yeah it's 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 like uh, not enforcing the freedom to be lazy pretty yeah much, exactly or just or content yeah because like it's so it's so easy to just be like yeah this is like this is how i do it this is yeah. like what i do I, I i plug my i'm using djing with a laptop as an example there's literally <laughs> nothing wrong with djing with a laptop i yeah. did it for years i did it three weeks ago when I was doing that web show, like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, But I will say that like at a time when I was learning to DJ and I was using a laptop and a controller and stuff, there were still weird gatekeepers that Mm -hmm. like, no one overtly said to me like, "You're not a real DJ." Yeah. But but there was that there was a attitude. little air of I felt inferior. And that I, attitude pushed you to become. Yeah, I felt inferior to these people because like they knew how to fucking rip it on CDJs, yeah. and I was like, I had a computer screen. And yeah. again, nothing wrong with that. But I, my point is just that like you know it forced me to like be like, okay, I actually want to learn this because I want to. I would just like to have that skill. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just like like to learn that. Yeah. And I think it's good to like push yourself in those in those ways because like if you're not uncomfortable then like what the hell is the point yeah. like, you need to like yeah you know yeah and i feel like the same thing you could apply to like literally any art form mm-hmm. is like but then but then we were also sort of going back and talking about how like um the idea of like fighting for your beliefs 
which yeah right it's the thing like when you have someone like that because like gatekeeping the, or telling you something's not cool then you have to really believe that it's fucking cool and, and this is so this is the exact opposite angle that you could also take with using this cam story as an example mm-hmm. is cam chose to learn to use cdjs yeah. right he could have been like fuck you yeah i'm gonna use my laptop yeah what's wrong with that yeah and i think that that is equally as important because yeah. I, I i think that i think the whole gatekeeper conversation is only it's only really a negative thing if you let it be yeah you only you just have to own your shit or learn your shit yeah it's, it's like, a, one or the other and yeah. and either of those are fine it's like you can be like no fuck you this is this is the best shit yeah. or be like no fuck you but i'm gonna i'm gonna learn yeah <laughs> you know? it's like either one works i don't yeah. like it doesn't matter yeah. uh and like you know, I think that like thinking back often, like when I think of like taste and stuff like that, you know, there for example, there was an era where when I was really into like when I was really getting into like you know experimental music, uh-huh. and people were like, so what did you listen to in high school? And I would like I would <laughs> give a revisionist history of what I listened to in high school in order to pretend to seem cool yeah. to be like, I was always into that. Yeah, yeah. Not being like, Oh, like, like, and the thing was, it wasn't like I was lying about what I was listening to in high school. I, no. There were definitely things I did listen to, but yeah. it's funny how history, when you look back on it, you can be like, you, you just can, erase certain things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah, extrapolate I, other things. Exactly. Yeah. When was, you, when you listen to this one album once, yeah. now you all of a sudden it was your favorite album. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I listened to Napalm Death and Taking Back Sunday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to not mention the Taking Back Sunday part, you know, but it's like things like that where, you know, people, you know, I chose to do that at that time. And obviously I think it's com- completely stupid. Like there's nothing wrong with liking anything, like, yeah. but I do think that that's changed recently. I think yeah. that people have gotten, which I guess maybe is <laughs> because gatekeepers have disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> maybe now it's okay. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I know. I feel like, I feel like it's, it, this is, this is, it, this isn't a fascinating one to talk about with you for me. Because I feel like people would assume that I would have your opinion and people would assume that you would have my opinion. Like I would be pro-gatekeeper yeah. and you'd be... Yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, I'm not pro-gatekeeper. I'm no. just saying that it, I'm just saying that it's... it's I I think it was uh, an interesting time to... It was, it was interesting to experience. Yeah. And I think it shaped me in a way that I'm glad it did. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying it was fun. I feel like I was very pro-gatekeeper when I was like... 15 to 20 like to 19 right you know like i was like i was the guy that was like that's not cool like i you know i'm, I'm still that guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but now but then i just like but then i think what happened with me was i like i just like all of a sudden started listening shit that i used to think was so uncool and being like yes. this is so fucking cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? no i know I and know. just and like learning like that and then just being and then yeah just realizing how fucking wrong i could be about shit yeah and then being like i actually don't i yeah. don't know yeah you know so yeah, i'm yeah, just gonna yeah. like be open to the idea that I'm wrong, you know. And that's the thing, and that's that's and that's that's. But really then it's what like it I, th- this is the same conversation. It's like being confident enough in your convictions and like standing true to them. Yeah. But then also being like an open enough person to like learn from other people and like th- right. and like be wrong. Those yeah. two things I I I hold in this uh, the same high regard. Right. You know. Right. And right. so that's like that's the the baseline conflicting belief here is like yeah. whether or not it's the best to just like own your shit and yes. to be confident. Yeah. In whatever and disregard anyone else's opinion or to I think the ultimate thing is somewhere in the middle. But, yes. Yes. But middle centrism is hard, man. But, but, but here's <laughs> the thing though, is like, you know, do you do do we do we just completely 
you know, erase criticism? No. Because this is the thing where it's like, you know, you can, and again, using music as an example, you can think of something like Pitchfork, which kind of has no real power anymore. Mm. But at a time when it did, you could make or break careers. You could like get mm. a best new music or a high scoring thing. The middle is that they still do their shit. They still write those terrible like critiques. Yeah. But the public has more power. Yes. Than those people. Exactly. It's exactly. like, so the gatekeepers still need to be there, but they don't need to have as much Because it's power. always fascinating to see who still reads these reviews but yeah. i feel like even with film though because i feel like at least with film film critics have like some sort of fan base yeah, totally. slash like if you're a film nerd yeah and same yeah. with if you're a music nerd too yeah. but i think it's more so in the film world where like nobody's yeah. being like oh yeah fucking ian cohen reviews are the fucking sickest yeah, like it's right. a pitchfork writer. yeah <laughs> but like, there's you know. like anthony fantano and stuff like there's some guys like that yeah i guess but i don't know if people that's actually an interesting one. You're actually, I, I didn't actually didn't think about that. Yeah. The internet's I, biggest music nerd. Hmm. Yeah. I think there's a, I think it's, a, I think it's similar in both, but it's just, it's less influential now, yes. I think. Yes. And that's good. I yes. think. Well, somebody posted a thing on Twitter today being like, being like the, the sort of being like the duality of man or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was like two screenshots of pitchfork. One was like, five albums to listen to this weekend yeah. and it was like Barbie soundtrack da, 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 da. and then the next one was the review of the Barbie soundtrack yeah. and it was like 4.9 yeah yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like that's where it's just like becomes so such a mush yeah to the point where it's like you clearly have someone paying yeah. you to promote an album yeah and at the same time you're, you're trying to hold on to this cultural criticism by being it's actually not a good album well this is just like the problem with like the eccentric world that we live in now is that there's so many fucking opinions yeah. like it used to be that you could live in a community and like everyone relatively shared the same opinion yeah let's like the same music because that that community produced a certain kind of music you yeah. know like that, that was and now it's there's too much it's not that so yeah. what we we form scenes yeah <laughs> that is yeah. like a, a reaction to that thing is we like start hanging yeah. out at the same bar so that we know that we, we you know can listen and be around the same people or yeah like-minded people or yeah like-minded yeah. people like that's what we do yeah but yeah i don't know i i, I can't but then do you want to live in a world where everyone agrees with you? No, no. fuck no. Hell no. Like that's that sucks. Like, this is why I like the gatekeepers because I can yeah. argue with them. Yeah. That it's like, they're like, uh, that's not fucking real hip hop. I'm like, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we want the gatekeepers so that we can tell them to go fuck yeah. themselves. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I remember, I, I, I also just absolutely love to argue about music. It's yeah. like, like my favorite thing in the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that being said, it's because I like believe in what I like. Yeah. You know, if someone's yeah. like, this thing sucks, I'd be like, mm, no, you're wrong. Yeah. It whereas doesn't. a lot of the time with films, I'm like, I, I know what I, but I sometimes I'm like, I don't really bother like, arguing with yeah, you yeah, yeah, about yeah. this because I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. Films but I also in the past, I've been the like anyone who I went to film school with will attest to the fact that I would like rip them apart for like, like when people liked La La Land, I was, yeah. and now I like, I kind of like that movie. It's well, here's the thing. I'll never rip someone apart for liking someone. Not, no, that's I'll rip not someone I mean. apart that's for not, not liking something that yeah. I think is sick. True. You know, that's true, where true, I'll true. be like, I'll be like, that's where I'll get into like the mode where I'll like kind of turn into a bit of a dick and be yeah. like, mm, you're just not smart enough to appreciate it. <laughs> 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 <You're> just, <laughs> Sorry if you don't get it. <laughs> Josh goes dark mode. Yeah, that's like that's like that's <laughs> that's me in, in full dark mode. Um, yeah, sick. I guess. What else we got? We're almost. We can start wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, we have. We need to sort it out, but we're we're planning a party, cold party at mm. the end of the summer. 
maybe we'll just right now say August 24th, 25th, save the date. There's going to be something really cool happening. We're, we're a little behind, but it's going to happen. We've locked in the date. It's going to be sick. We just got to figure out some logistics. That's going to happen August 11th, the very first thermal show. Buy your tickets. Uh, we're a pretty good band. We're sounding amazing. Videos are looking next good. Next song is my favorite. The next one, Austin's favorite. You heard it here first. Uh, and shout out to uh, the random old friends from high school that I ran into.